Hello, everybody, and happy 2023 to you. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. And it's the first show of the new season, 2023, because I do seasons. Uh, my seasons begin in January of the particular year. So this is the new season. And I want to say thank you for coming back. Thank you for wanting me back. Thank you for missing me. And let's just get right into it. 2023 has began. It began. In my my other podcast, I said it was okay to lie about your New Year's resolutions to yourself and to other people. And I truly believe that. I'm not going to rehash that. You just go listen to that podcast. I want to talk to something else about something else in this particular show. It's 2023, and I'm saying right now, everybody should make this the year of not helping people do crap. Yeah, I said it. I know what you're thinking. Hey, man, you're a nice guy. You always help people. How are you going to say that 2023 is going to be the year where you decide not to help people do crap? What do you not hear me? You got earphones on. You're listening in your car. You're running on the treadmill. You got your earbuds in. I just said it and I'll say it again. 2023 is the year to not help people do crap. Okay, I'm saying that a little bit tongue in cheek because of something that's happened to me recently and something that's been happening to me you know, I, uh, something that happened today. Now, because I'm a podcaster and I'm a comedian, obviously my hours are different than people that work nine to five jobs. OK, which means there are times during the course of the day where I'm free to do some stuff for people. And the only problem with that is if you make yourself too available, all of a sudden, these little errands that people should be doing for themselves all of a sudden become your job. Now, if you're helping somebody out because you're trying to be a cool person, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a fantastic thing. But there comes a point in the evolution of your errands that you start to notice that the people have now started treating you not like a relative or a friend who's helping out, but like an employee that they don't really respect too much. Mm -hmm. How can you tell the difference? I'll put it to you this way. Do the same errand for someone and see how bright and shiny they are when you make them aware that the thing has been completed, right? If you've been married, if you live with someone, you know what it's like when everything kind of levels out, right? Remember, you would go to the house or come home if you live with the person and they drop what they're doing and they walk up and they slob you down, click, 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 kiss all up on you, hug up on you, rub on stuff. You know, they're happy to see you. Yay. If you have kids, hey, dad's home, mom's home, yay. They come running up to you. They're all happy. They jump all up on you. Hey, dad, give me a hug, dad. Hey, dad, let's play, dad. And then right around when the kids hit around double digits, you know, 10 or 11, even 12, right around that time, they don't even look up when you walk in the house. They may say, hey, dad, but they'll say, hey, dad, after you said hello to them, right? They don't even look up. It's even like a, hey, dad, hey, hey dad, it's going to. Yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, whatever, mom, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, and they talk about the dog is your man's best friend, yeah, yeah, there was a point in time when the dog would run up to you and greet you, would you come into the house, but even the dog is looking at you like, 
blah, 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 punk. You the one that went and bought an automatic waterer and an automatic dog feeder. So I got this machine right here that if I hit my paw on this button, the food pops out. If I hit my paw on this button, the water pops out. So quite frankly, the only time I care about you is the one time a one time or a couple of times a month when you reload this thing. And quite frankly, I'm a dog. I don't, I'm not aware of the fact that you reload the thing. I just know that it's almost empty. And the next day I wake up and I come in and it's full. So quite frankly, I don't even associate you with putting the food in this dog feeder. So quite frankly, if I had a middle finger and I don't because I'm a dog, I would put it up right now because I'm not aware of the fact that you pay all the bills. I'm going to go back to licking parts of my body that you wish you could lick on yourself, but you can't because I'm a dog and you're not. <laughs> slurp, slurp. Yeah, I said it. Right? That's when you know everything is leveled out in the home. It's not like your family doesn't love you anymore. Your wife still loves you. Your kids still love you. The dog even loves you. But it's not all exciting when you come back because guess what? You're going to do it 364 more times, punk. No one cares. Shut up. And it's the same thing when you start doing errands for somebody. Oh, thank you for going shopping, Billy. Thank you all. You saved me so much time. Oh, thank you. That's the first time, the second time, the third time, the sixth time. Yo, man, what took you so long? As soon as they go from hey to yo, man, they took what took you so long. Or they start complaining about the crap you brought back from the supermarket. Hey, this is not the apple juice I normally get. Yeah, well, they don't really have it anymore. Is there any other stores in the area where you can find it? Now, all of a sudden, you have to go not only to the supermarket to get the freaking crap of this punk. Now, all of a sudden, they expect you to go on some kind of scavenger hunt because they want a different type of apple juice. Well, guess what, sucker? Apples are apples, okay? And just remember, just remember... I could all of a sudden not be available and then you're going to have to go shopping for your own food because not only do I take my time to get your food, I don't even get any of the food and you definitely don't give me any gas money and you don't even say thank you anymore with your, oh, I want to curse right now. <laughs> that didn't get, they didn't hit close to home at all. <laughs> right? So you know what I'm talking about when you run errands for people. And I ran an errand for someone very recently. And how recently? Earlier today. Earlier today. And if you think it's a pain in the neck, like I just described going to the supermarket for somebody, think about the level of buttocks pain that comes from going to get medicine for someone. Now, I had some uncles that were sick for a long period of time, and I helped care for them with my other uncle, and obviously the family and all of that kind of stuff. But I was primarily the one that would go get their medicines and all that kind of stuff. And it was cool because it was like a regular pharmacy, like a Rite Aid or a CVS or whatever, Walgreens, whatever. And after a while, if you keep going back to the same pharmacy, you get to know and befriend the pharmacy staff. The pharmacist recognizes your voice on the phone. Hey, it's Anthony. What's going on? Which one are you getting the medicine for this time? Well, it's this particular one. Oh, okay. All right. I'll have, it, I'll have it right for the front desk when you come in. And you show up and he or she's not even there. But the assistant, are you asking Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie said that here's the thing for you. Well, thanks. Like he didn't have to do that. That's not really part of his job. But he knows me. He likes me and he helps me out. You know, sometimes when you go to a pharmacy, if you run out of medicine, 
they have the ability to give you samples of that exact medicine that they can give you. Like say for the sake of argument, it'll take three days for your medicine to come. In some instances, they got, I have some samples of that medicine and I can give you this, these three. No, it's all in the house. You take these three things. And they, I've seen that happen. I'm not going to say it happened to me because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> Moving on, I might cut that part out. Shut up. Back to the story. Right? But this was a little bit different. I was not going into a pharmacy where I knew the pharmacist and I knew the assistant. No, I was going to the hospital to pick up medicine. And that was not the part that I did. I did that was not the part that bothered me the most. It was a little annoying because, of course, they're not going to give me the money back for the parking. Rotten, stinking. <laughs> Moving on. But I didn't notice when I looked at the pill bottle. And I don't think they noticed when they handed me the pill bottle. I don't think they knew, but it was there was goodness gracious zero zero refills now i would like to say this to the medical industry if you know a person has a chronic condition and this particular person has a chronic condition not the kind of condition that'll kill you but the kind of condition that is going to be annoying for a long period of time or for the rest of their life you know that you're going to have to refill that medicine so there should be no such thing as no refills left that person's a middle-aged well a little late little late late middle age so that person's probably going to be around for another couple decades and change which means they're going to be getting that exact same medicine of different types for another couple decades and change so why in the heck is there a thing called no refills on the bottle what are you talking about? Well, you know, the medicine was going to expire. Their medicine's not going to expire because this particular person has to take the medicine every single freaking day. So how is it going to expire when it's going to be used up? It won't expire. What is the deal with this refill crap? Because if you have to do refills, it's almost like starting all over again. If your doctor's not there. Oh, did I mention the fact that this person's doctor was on maternity leave and they hired some new doctors who didn't know this particular person. So I walk in and I'm not even that person and I'm trying to get refills on medicine for somebody that ain't even me. I go through the process. I prove that I have the permission to do this kind of crap. And somehow between the front desk and the back where I had to sit and walk in to wait to talk to a doctor because that person's doctor was on maternity leave. For some reason, they got lost in translation and these people seem to think that the medicine was for me. But it is not for me. I'm picking up somebody else's freaking medication. And every time I try to say that it's not for me, I have these people who seem to be wonderful, compassionate human beings, but they seem to have, be under the impression that for some reason I'm ashamed to go to the doctor and ashamed to refill the medicine and I'm denying that it's me, but it's really me. And I can't convince them that it's not my medication because these people are new because as I've already stated, this person's doctor's on maternity leave. Okay, sir, I'm going to go over here and talk to the doctor for you, okay? Uh, that guy over there, 
he seems like a nice guy, but I think he's embarrassed to come to the doctor's office here and get his medication renewed. I think he's a little embarrassed about the thing and maybe he's a little shy around doctors. And I think that he's, he's, he's acting like it's not really him, but I think it's really him. It's really him. And he doesn't. And I'm sitting there going, you didn't even walk that far away and you're not talking that quietly. I can hear you. That's what I'm thinking. So I come up and I say, listen, this is the bottle. Do you see the name? On the bottle. Yes. Here's my driver's license. Did you notice that the names are different? And that I'm about 12 years younger than the person who's the patient? Oh, so you're coming to get somebody else's medicine? Oh, yeah. Now, keep in mind, at this particular time, I had already been there two hours waiting to talk to someone. And I was told that the letter I had and the information that I had was sufficient to get this person's medication renewed because it wouldn't do it on the automated phone thing, Jack. Oh, the patient actually has to come in. What? After two hours? Oh, man. So I begin to get all my stuff and I begin to leave. As I'm leaving, I'm going down the elevator. We're about to go into the garage and somebody runs behind me. Uh, you said you had a letter? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's enough to get the medicine. It is? Yeah, you might as well go back up. Get back into the elevator. Go back upstairs. See the people say there's somebody downstairs that says that the letter is enough to get the medicine. Oh, you had a letter. Yeah, I actually handed you the letter. Oh, that's right. You did hand me a letter. Oh, okay. Well, have a seat. We're going to get the we're gonna get the doctor for you. We're going to get your, your, your person. The medicine's hooked up right now. Okay, fantastic. Another hour goes by. And then they come out. And he goes, oh, yeah, I can get this uh, refund. I'll do it for you right now. He gets, you know, that little cart that they want around that has the wheels on it. I can do it from this cart right here. This has access to the records. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, man, you should have come to me, man. I could have just done this for you in about five minutes. <laughs> really? So I, I did not have to spend three hours of my precious day sitting in this place waiting for some medicine. huh? which is kind of and on the outside I'm trying to laugh it off oh that's interesting I definitely didn't have anything I needed to do for myself in the three hours that I spent here <laughs> oh what a funny story I'm going to have to tell my kids one day <laughs> well thank you very much I'm going to leave now yeah just tell them to come and then, and then, and then, and then pick the medicine up and another tomorrow morning that's fantastic I go they, they, and I get in the car hello yeah man yeah, I got your medicine. Ooh, you just calling me? It's like three hours, man. Yeah, it took me that long. Why did it take you that long? Hey, you have, remember, you should just walk up to that dude with the cart. He could have done it in five minutes. Oh, really? How come he didn't tell me that beforehand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, he doesn't realize how close he's coming to going to back to that hospital, not to pick up his medicine, but from foot and buttocks trauma. And that's how I spent my day today. And that's why I jokingly said the year 2023 is the don't help anybody out with crap year. But I know if you're like me, and I'm pretty sure we're similar, you're nice people. And you're going to help somebody in 2023. And I was just venting because, of course, as I've already been doing for decades, I'm going to help people. But it's nice to vent, isn't it? <laughs> 
Thanks for coming back, my friends. This is episode number 140 of the S. Anthony Thomas Show. This is the first episode of the new season. Much love to you. Keep listening to this feed because I will probably be doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. And very soon I'm going to start mixing in uh, some video podcasts. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast, my friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you keep checking the feed. Like I said, I will be here. I'm planning on being here Tuesdays and Thursdays. Much love to you all. Subscribe rate and review, and I will see you next time. In this case, next time means Thursday. And today's Tuesday. (laughs) Much love to you. Take care.